Hello and welcome to the Sovereign Collective Podcast, where we bring you real raw truth for your self-empowerment. I'm your host, Sasha Calavota, and I believe that you can stand on your own two feet, but that you don't have to do it alone. I love learning from people who continually strive to raise the bar, to go against mainstream thinking, and who dare to question the general consensus. People are risking ridiculed or even risk the loss of their professional status as they bravely question the common narratives and challenge the rest of us to expand our minds and to reconsider what we think we already know. Join me in learning how to take control of your health and your mind so that you can have the energy to think more clearly and the confidence to step up and take responsibility for all aspects of your life. We promise to never censor here because I believe you are strong enough to hear the real raw truth to make up your own mind. If you like what you find here at the Sovereign Collective Podcast, then please share with your friends and family. I so appreciate you. Thank you for tuning in. And now on to the show. Hi, y'all. This is Sasha here for two quick announcements before we get on to our interview for today. First of all, if you are looking for quality supplements, quality tonic herbs, some specialty food items, and you're in and around Calgary, then please go check out Lotus Herbal Health, a great family-run store that has two locations in Calgary. You can find them at lotusherbalhealth.ca to find out where their locations are, or you can shop online and they will pretty much deliver anywhere. So quality supplements, tonic herbs, great staff, check out lotusherbalhealth.ca. Secondly, I want to announce the relaunch of my program called Your Conscious Pregnancy and Parenting Guide, which consists of experts in their fields around the world on consciousness and parenting and education and nutrition and dentistry and homeopathy and more. This is a program I created after my son was born about 10 years ago, a little bit more than that. And I am now very concerned after the events of 2020 for our future generations. And I believe the time is now for conscious parenting and for conscious parents to rise up and take, to take back our pregnancies and our births and our parenting and the resilience of our children and of future generations. The time is now. We change the course of history by changing the course of our future generations. And we do that by consciously raising them, consciously birthing them, consciously conceiving them, feeding them good food, and taking back the responsibility of raising healthy, well-adjusted, robust people. Resilience. It's time to build resilience. So please go check out sovereigncollective.org forward slash get the guide, and you will be able to check out all of the amazing material in there. It's time for us to understand how our worldviews are formed, how our self-views are formed, and how to impact that and how that impacts the society on a whole. So check it out, sovereigncollective.org forward slash get the guide. And now on to the show. Hey everyone, it's Sasha here for another episode of the Sovereign Collective Podcast. And today I'm coming at you from Vernon, BC. Got the lake behind me. Beautiful day. It is nice indeed. We're not supposed to actually be here. You know, the laws of traveling and stuff are changing as of Friday, actually, where they're going to be stopping people and not allowing people crossing these borders. But that's, you know, another topic. So anyways, today I have with me Meta Mitchell, a homeopath, which I'm super excited about because one of my missions is bringing wisdom back into the home and back into the kitchen. And homeopathy is definitely a part of that to make you self-empowered, to take care of the health of yourself and your family in such an easy and effective and cost-effective way. There's so many good things about homeopathy. So I'm super excited about this one. Mm -hmm. So who is Meta? Well, she is a licensed homeopath 
and she's licensed from the Center of Homeopathic Education in London. She also has a particular interest in getting homeopathy into the into families to help support adore, to to sorry as a supplement to allopathic medicine. And I would say get rid of the allopathy if you can as much as possible, right? Because in my home, for example, we have all sorts of different remedies that we use just in case that we've used for specific symptoms and we don't have the children's Tylenol. We don't have the Advil. We don't have the Neosporin or whatever that stuff is. We don't have any of that stuff. You know, we've got some natural remedies. We've got some homeopathic remedies. So this totally fits in with what I'm trying to help encourage in people's homes. Uh, she also facilitates courses for getting homeopathy into the home. So that'll be exciting. So I know we're going to talk about some resources that Meta has on our website that you can be a part of to also get empowered in the use of homeopathy. So the way I got to meet Meta is through Children's Health Defense. She is heading the Children's Health Defense, I don't know, faction or whatever it is in Alberta, the chapter in Alberta, Canada. So I'm excited to learn how that's coming along, what the vision is for that is. And if people don't know about what that organization is, that is headed by Robert F. Kennedy Jr. in the States, a phenomenal organization to raise awareness around certain injections, shall we say, and uh, the potential side effects, the impacts, what is going on truly in the safety studies, what have, what, you know, the truth behind that, which you're not really seeing in the regular news. So she's heading that, which is, I'm super excited about as well to find that that's coming in Canada and getting a presence in Canada because it's an extremely important organization that we need to raise awareness with. So thank you, Meta, for being with me today. I super appreciate your time and your busy day. Thank you so much for having me. That was such an exciting introduction. I love being introduced <laughs> as Children's Health Defense because you know what? It's also new to me, but it's like um, the biggest promotion I ever had in my life. Oh. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I love hearing it. I got to get a bigger audience so we can get this out there for more people. Mm -hmm. so hopefully it's growing every day. We're getting there. So thanks for all of you tuning in, by the way, and share with your friends and your family if you find that this is important because these are these are some really important messages. And that's why I started this podcast because I love highlighting people that are doing amazing things because we can't all do these different jobs. So, but we need a way to access all this information, which is why I also created a program on conscious pregnancy and parenting that you can find if you're on the website for this, if you go to the store page, because there are so many amazing people doing amazing things. So let's see here. First of all, before we get into your background about why homeopathy, let's just hear about an update on children's health defense, what's going on there, what the vision is for it. What can you share about that and how do people connect with it and what can people do to become a part of that mission? Yeah, so yes, uh, so children's health defense, like the really, really short version of what it is, it is holding the people accountable that are behind man-made epidemics that harms our children. Aha, awesome. So that can be anything. So it can be certain injections, it can be Monsanto, it can be 5G, it can be drinking water, it can be so many things, but so, so we are not limiting, we're not saying that this is the only thing that we are interested in. Right. Uh, it's just, if it harms our children and it's man-made, then uh, we're going after the people behind it with right. lawyers mainly. That's like a big part of it. With lawyers, you said? Lawyers. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so building cases. Awesome. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. And they're doing some really amazing thing and raising awareness. And you see the headlines and you see what people are getting away with out there. And that's the thing, people, 
we need this is why I started like started all this is because where's the advocacy for our children we're leaving this world to them we need to think about not even just this current generation what's going to happen like look over at now let's let's look at two three four seven generations down the road what are we creating for them it's 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 really scary so yeah so that's awesome okay and mm-hmm. so what's the vision for it here and how can people become a part of it so we are still waiting for it's so boring to say it but we still have to say it a little bit we're still waiting for that goddamn website to be built oh um, okay and that's all taking place from the from the us so it's kind of a little bit out of our hands but it has only been a couple of weeks where we said we're gonna have it next week so it's very <laughs> so it should be okay. very very close but yeah. until then then you can send an email i'm just gonna write it here uh, I'll put that in the notes. DHDC. DHDC. Uh, no, uh, and no, sorry. Let me do that again. CHD and then Canada, written in one word. Okay. Yeah, so Children's Health Defense, CHD, and then Canada okay. at protonmail.com. Oh, protonmail. Cool. Yeah, exactly. So that's the place to go to and to connect and for uh, uh, weekly meetings and so on. Uh, national national meetings national so, okay. yeah so awesome. that's that's how far we got that's how far we got okay that's yeah a start. it has to start somewhere it has right? to start somewhere and i can tell you that uh, the people that show up to these meetings uh, already they are you know people you want to hang out with it's people that you want to have in your sphere you know it's uh, 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 people that are super interested in this and that are ready to go out and take some action so even just to hang around with people like that, it's a good idea to sign up and partake in those uh, weekly meetings. Exactly. If that's the thing. We're really, it's a lot easier to find our tribe these days. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what you stand for. There's so many things that you could just get out of the way because you know where people stand and you can have real conversations right off the bat. And who knows what that can, what can grow from there on top of that mission, right? There's so many other things that can come out of that. So that's pretty cool. Awesome. Okay. So let's talk homeopathy. What mm-hmm. brought you into homeopathy? Why, why, why homeopathy for you? Yeah. Well, uh, um, uh, before I did homeopathy, uh, I, I did interior design and I did that for a international company and I was whizzing around the world, you know, like Tokyo, New York, Paris, oh. and, you know, uh, had an expenses account and, you know, all of that jazz. And then um I became a mother. Yes. Changes a lot becoming a mother. <laughs> yes. Uh, and I became first, I became a mother to a six-week premature child. So it's kind of like uh, you know, she was fine and all of that, but it's it's rough to be kind of like born into a hospital environment like that. And you have to stay there. We didn't have to stay long, we were there for eight days. Uh, and we came out and everything went well. Uh, and and then this whole vaccine talk starts and you need to get your vaccines and you need to, and, and, and I didn't feel good about it. And I kind of rolled on that train anyway. And, and it's like, oh, okay, this is what I'll do. And because I was born into the hospital system, then you also see a lot of doctors because you have follow-ups and you have, and you just get that pressure, you know. This year, up to scratch through the vaccinations, you know. That's like, 
you see a doctor when you hold a baby that's the first thing they say yeah you know so i decided to go that route and and i was also keen to delay the vaccines because she was premature and i didn't seem to make up for that but that didn't mean anything to them and then i felt the pressure when i was at the doctor's office and i thought that we were going to have be able to have a conversation about that but they were standing there with the needles out already you know it's such a you know, and, and at that point, I was just a vulnerable mom, you know, to a premature baby, and I had been hospitalized before and after, you know, so I went along with it, and then uh, uh, there was one vaccine that she had, uh, then she just was not really well after that, and it just went on like that for a week's time and so on, and then in the end, um, uh, I took her to hospital, and she then had uh, viral meningitis, uh, so... At how old? Uh, four months old. Okay. Yeah, or three months old, three or four months old, and six weeks premature. So, um, yeah. So really, she was only really a couple months old, effectively, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, so then we were in hospital, and it was not this, and then then they found out it was viral. It was not bacterial, but they they treated, you know, in, in worst case scenario straight away because you have to with meningitis. You don't have any time to hang around and wait right so so they did that and then we came home and then four months later she had meningitis again and this time it was bacterial meningitis and she was in an induced coma and oh my god you know like she had a hickman line they couldn't get the knee you know it's just like a nightmare and it was like a, a, a of the five weeks in hospital, I would say that the two weeks of it was like every waking moment was a nightmare. Oh, God. you know, it's like you, you wake up in the morning and you realize you're in a nightmare, you know, just like that. Um, yeah. And, and then, of course, I asked the doctors, why uh, did my baby have meningitis two times? Because yeah. meningitis is rare enough as it is. And they said, bad luck. And then I was like, okay, it's first of all, it's not an explanation to an intelligent woman as myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and secondly, um, when you say when you say you don't know why, then you're also not telling me what I can do to prevent this from, from happening again. Right. So I think, you know, it's like this mother instinct that just, it just, it gets so, you can't, step out of it you know you have to first of all you have to okay I was, I was also lucky to be surrounded by people that encouraged me to find out what happened to her you right. know yeah uh, that I actually had people that were like no you are a mother you you this is your child and something happened and and you can't live your life until you know what happened to her you're not you're never you can't put this to rest you might as well chase it so i started chasing it and first of all i was trying to figure out if she had been treated in a different way we could have avoided maybe intensive care and so that was where i started uh, and i got the answer to that and it turns out she was actually treated against protocol um uh, but i found out about it too late and 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 nobody I just knew that nobody had done put any effort into sharing this information with me. And I had asked my doctor this question directly. If you have, cho- if, if the doctor that we had before you had made this choice instead of that choice, do you think 
you and I wouldn't know each other basically, you right. know? Right. Um, and he just, I love this doctor. He was an amazing man. He, he super uh, um, amazing, the best doctor I ever met. And, and he just be, turned into a robot. And then he said, uh, the treatment that your daughter had was sufficient for the diagnosis at the time. Beep. And I was like, what just happened? So I just, you know, I, nobody, nobody was, nobody told me this. Even when I asked directly, I had to find out this on my own by chasing down consultants from hospitals and social events, and, you know, like all the crazy things you do to find out what is going on here, right? And then in this research, when I, once I, I started finding out if she had, if they could have treated her differently, then I started realizing, oh my God, there's something going on about vaccines here. Was, so was the vaccine directly related to her symptoms and the events that followed? Yeah, I mean, there's the, the, the famous correlation, you know, so I can't say that that is what happened, but nobody can come and tell me that it has nothing to do with it, that it couldn't be because it absolutely could be. And that's enough for me. Right. Yes. And then I just, uh, um, in, in, in that whole journey, then I also wanted to get my daughter detoxed from the medicine she had in hospital. And then I got that, had that done with a homeopath. Ah. Uh, yes. And then she invited me to a social one evening where she was going to talk a little bit about homeopathy and how you can use homeopathy at home yourself with a little kit and da 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 and I was like great awesome so I bought the kit started using it and now I'm a homeopath <laughs> I love it I love it that's awesome and now your daughter's okay today yes she is yeah how old is she today she's 14 14 okay long yeah. time ago but love changed the course of your life mm -hmm. in very ways but in great ways as well so yeah. amazing yeah. yeah okay so <clears throat> is that a like we I, i'm not going to turn this into a whole vaccine talk but that it, mm -hmm. it's a really important question about um because i know there's remedies that you can do to detox harmful effects from past from from childhood vaccines is that something that some you would recommend if anybody watching this right now if they're dealing with symptoms that are residues from those yep. to look into yeah absolutely and and i think that it's it's you know it's it's uh, i don't know what what else you would do of natural medicine uh, if if you're not using homeopathy because it's I don't, you know, what we can do with homeopathy is that we can turn the vaccines into homeopathic remedies so that we can use them as a anti-poison. Oh, is that what's happening? Yeah. Okay. And, and um, the reason why we have to do that, the reason why we're, we're choosing to do it this way instead of just using some of the other 6,000 remedies that we have, <laughs> you know, that is because the vaccines, they don't look like anything in nature. There's nothing in nature that looks like it. There's nothing that we can go out and take that, that looks like it. 
and and so you can of course use herbs and you can do a you can do a lot of things to support your body to deal with a heavy issue right but to actually hit it straight on i don't know what other um remedies that they're out there than the potent-sized vaccines that we're working with. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I know people use GAPS diet. These other, a lot of detoxing yeah. method and rebuilding their gut. That's a big one as well, people. So I think doing that and using the remedies, mm -hmm. that'd probably be a big yeah, 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 yeah. There has to be a good diet uh, with it as well. Also, it's, it's, it's not fun. I mean, detox, but anybody that has tried detoxing vaccines know that it's not fun at right. all. Right. You know, and it and homeopathy doesn't make it more fun. Let me say it like that. <laughs> yeah. So for people who don't really understand what homeopathy is, can you just give a brief overview of what actually homeopathy is? Yeah, yeah. We we uh, use a method that is called like cures like, uh, and we and so for instance, if you chop an onion, so you know I could maybe take some of that remedy because I have a little bit of those allergy symptoms around my eyes but so you know like if, if you chop an onion then maybe your eyes start running and maybe they get red and you get a little bit of an itchy nose yeah uh, so that's symptoms that are produced when you're taking the crude dose the crude dose of onion so if you take it as a homeopathic remedy so that means highly diluted then we use it to treat the symptoms it can produce in the crude dose. Okay. So we use it, for instance, for hay fever, because right. those symptoms are very similar also to hay fever. Mm -hmm. So that's the way homeopathy works. So actually we say like cures like, but when it then comes to the vaccines, we have to say same cure same, because we don't have anything in nature. That looks oh, like oh interesting oh yeah so when they're when you're treating vaccines are, are they actually using vaccines like very dilute doses of vaccines yeah yeah oh i didn't know they were actually using yeah, yeah. oh so wow. it's like it's like uh, 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 if you get bit by a snake what do you what's your medicine well it's 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 a it's snake poison you use okay. snake poison as an to go against the the venom right the antidote. So yeah. can you explain how, because from my understanding, it's a more potent remedy, the more dilute it is, right? We'll go into the more, like, the, I think, if, uh, can I just say, if it's the more, less dilute, it's going to be more with the physical symptoms and it goes more into the emotional symptoms. If you go more dilute, is that true? Yeah, it's, it's my, it's one of my favorite topics. I can just talk about this for hours and hours. So, but uh -huh. uh, <laughs> it's a, uh, um, you can actually say the more material the doses, the more material it is that you're treating. Oh, I like that. Okay, that makes sense. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, uh, uh, when it's more dilute, it goes deeper. Right. Yeah. So, and when it goes deeper, then it uh, reaches into uh, the emotions, the spiritual things, the mental things, the, the uh, full body experiences and so on. So, you know, for instance, if, if you have tried having a food poisoning, mm -hmm. have you tried having food poisoning? Have I tried having food poisoning? Yeah. Have you ever had a food poisoning? I don't think I've ever had actual well, yes, I did. When I was pregnant in France, I puked in the middle of the street. It's the one time I puked when I was pregnant. 
vodka ate something. I had food poisoning in France yes. too. <laughs> <laughs> but when you when you think back, back to it, was there a point in time where you thought that you could die from this? Mm. You had I, I, I don't think it was that strong for me, but my mom went through food poisoning so bad she was withering away she was skin and bones she couldn't hold any for weeks and you know what she did she go to the hospital they gave her an iv she says well what do i do she go, they say go home and eat jello this is what they told my mom and like literally she just lost everything so she looked like she definitely could have absolutely. yeah yeah and that's and and that's that's even if you are not going to die you can get the fear that you're going to die from it Right. So that's 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 a mental emotional experience when you're having some quiet physical symptoms, you know. And 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 when we go to the doctor, they treat it as a, as if you have you only have a physical experience. Right. Exactly. So the higher the potency, you know. So 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 you can say that when the when the experience is very present, then we use the potency two hundred C. Yeah, which is also the potency that we use for uh, childbirth because it's also everything is in the room. It's right here. Right, right. It's right. very physical and it's very mental, emotional, and present right now. And then we can use some of the higher potencies um, for different reasons, but maybe because it's something that happened a long time ago that you're treating. Okay. Okay. And then the 30 CH, those are the ones that you usually see in the stores. Those are strict yeah, yeah. type symptoms. They are just good all round stuff, you know, where you can, you treat physical things and you touch on the mental and emotional, but it doesn't get too psycho. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, it's, it's because there is also a certain point where you have to say, no, now I need to go and see a homeopath. Right. And get some. Yeah advice and, and and to to kind of like go through it and, and find the real connections and right okay and is there anyone that homeopath homeopathy is not suitable for or there are contraindications with homeopathy can it do harm no it can't do any harm you know there's there's no homeopathic remedies for instance that can induce uh, a miscarriage okay because we are working with the vitality of the body so and the body always wants to protect and the body always wants to heal. So we can never do anything that goes against it. But um, if you have uh, eczema and you treat it with uh, hormonal creams, uh, mm -hmm. cortisone creams, like the creams you get from your, from your doctor, yeah. and you then give a centrifugal remedy to kind of like to have the body without knowing it, like sulfur is a remedy that we use so much for the skin, but it's also very centrifugal. But so, but so that means it wants to throw everything out of the body. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. But, but if you have you, if you use these kind of creams, you, you kind of prevent the body from doing what you have. Aha. You're suppressing, right? Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. at the same time and then maybe you can get something on the lungs or you will start getting eczema in other places and quite quite violently so always you know take your skin problems to a homeopath that's that's my advice and um if you uh so so that's one thing that you can 
where you should be a little bit more careful and and always 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 don't detox if you're constipated <laughs> that's don't have your liver start detoxing if you can't move if your bowels are not moving right absolutely okay and what about the mint i know there's something with mint that you shouldn't have mint with what what's what's that connection there with mint and homeopathics yeah you know we're very careful we are very careful with taking the remedies giving the remedies um, keeping the remedy you know um, where to put the remedies and and so on and and we are uh, you know, we, we have no, we can't look at a pill and say, is this working or not? You, you can kind of see if you stepped on a vitamin, then you're not going to take it. You're going to sweep it off the floor and, and right. put it in the bin. You know, it's, we, we don't have any way of measuring or scaling or seeing what's going on with the remedies. So we just want to have always look after the remedies in the best possible way and take the remedies under the best possible conditions so if you are only taking one remedy one time which is classical homeopathy very often then it's only natural to kind of like try and clear everything out of the way that you think that may could disturb the remedy because you only got this one shot right okay but that's not the way i prescribe i very often prescribe with uh, repetition so I'm not too concerned about these things, but you should keep your remedies away from radiation, Wi-Fi, your mobile phone, all of that. And it's, it's, and, and keep it away from strong odors from your, don't keep your homeopathic remedies and, and essential oils together. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. It's frequency, it's energy, it's resonance, yeah. right? So yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Cool. Okay. So, and using it in the home, like, so the thing is, are there some basic remedies that are good to have? Like Arnica, I always have. I have a whole bunch, but I know also applying homeopathy is very specific to the very specific symptoms that people are presenting with. So it, can you have some basics at home that will cover a wide range of things? Or is it always super, super specific to what people are experiencing? Um, if it's, you know, I, when you, we use homeopathy at home, then we use it for acute ailments so waking up with a sore throat um i'm three years old and i bumped my head again you know or yeah, yeah, yeah. i got my finger slammed in the door or i bit myself in the tongue or i have a headache or i have that you know um all all of those things that if we took it down to our doctor he would say don't even bother coming, go home and wait or take something to mm -hmm. do the pain, basically. Um, those are the things that, that, we, um, that we treat. And we have the physical symptoms to go by when we do that. And that's what we do when we prescribe at home. You know, the bigger emotional chronic things, that's what you go and see a homeopath for. So it's quite easy to prescribe homeopathic remedies at home for those very clear symptoms. I vomit and I can't stop. Okay, take Ipecac from the kit, right? Right. It's, um, because these, these remedies have been tried and tested so many times in these situations. So of course it won't work for everybody, but show me one medication that do. 
I'm just recording yeah. something. Sorry, uh, just just one sec. Do you need something? Uh, yeah, we're I'm gonna pause this. Just one sec. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No okay, so we just got interrupted there quickly. So we're just coming back. We're gonna try to to get back online. So we were talking about you know you're vomiting. You go to the store. You get the remedy. Yes. Yeah. So. So the, the, the symptoms that we prescribe for, uh, when we prescribe for homeopathy, for first aid, for acute ailments and for, for minor ailments, then maybe we will observe if, if, if it's like a snotty nose on a kid. Okay, we can observe that the snot is yellowish. Okay, yellowish snot is, is pulsatilla. And then maybe at the same time, we can also observe that this child is clingy and whiny and wants a lot of attention. And both things are pulsatilla. And then it's quite, you know, but you start with the, it's the physical thing that you, you are prescribing for. Right. Uh, so, so, so the other kind of like emotional symptoms, they just become hints, further hints. So where you can say, is she crying all the time or is she angry all the time? You know. Right. What but happens if you administer the wrong remedy? Nothing happens. Um, the, uh, the homeopathic remedies are um, instruction to your own vitality, to your own uh, immune system, if you will. The same body that you have that will heal your bones if they break, right? No, but no, no doctor is doing that for you. That's your own body and your own immunity that do that. And that's what we are tapping into when we give the homeopathy. And, and the genius thing about doing that is that then sometimes, I don't know if you tried that, but you can have this experience of a homeopathic remedy working really fast. I would, that's going to be my next question, actually. Mm -hmm. Like, how long mm -hmm. does it take? Because, for example... We went through a period when Kai, my son, was just an infant. Went through a period where he didn't move his bowels, but he wasn't, he was 100% breastfed, but he was starting to break out in a rash. I'm like, okay, it's, now it's time that he gets it out because stuff oh. is coming through because he's not getting rid of it, the normal channels. And I got him some homeopathy. And then I went to the natural doctor that we had at the time. I was like, homeopathy, that could take like weeks to, to work. I'm like, what? No, I don't think so. And I wasn't worried about him because he wasn't experiencing any kind of discomfort. He didn't seem to be in pain. There wasn't anything that I wasn't too concerned about. It. And he eventually started moving. That was the only time that ever happened in his life. But it was interesting because he he was like, that could take weeks. Really? I, I, don't, I don't think so. No. So yes. How long does it take? Well, yeah. And that's the thing, because when we are working with acute things where everything is present, when things are in the room, then just then the vitality is also very high. So, and the, it's the vitality that we work with. So when you have a baby that spikes to fever and they are arching their back and they're red all over their body and they're screaming their lungs out, mm -hmm. is that high or low vitality? It's like high. That's like super high vitality. Yeah. And that's who we're working with. So when we give a belladonna, uh, to them to deal with the fever you know the body is just like it's so ready to react and to do what it needs to do so how so i've had this question for a few other people before so fevers 
a really good thing, right? We, we live in a culture where we want to suppress. We're afraid of fever. We suppress, we suppress, we suppress. So what happens when we suppress a fever with homeopathy? Is that really suppressing? Could no. it cut that off sooner than we would want it to? Okay, can you explain that? We don't suppress it. Uh, we just help the body solve the problem faster. Okay. So that's, you can test it yourself if you should ever be in the situation where you have a hangover. <laughs> try, <laughs> try and take Nox Vomica right. uh, and, and have your whole Sunday's worth of a hangover in 45 minutes. Uh, it's not fun. You know, so will it intensify it for a bit before it gets better? It can, yes. Okay. okay. Because it's like if that's part of the disease process that you need to reach a higher fever, for instance, or you need, you know, that it's it's like it's the disease you don't cut anything off the process of the disease you just make the body so much more capable of dealing with it because you just give it the right information right amazing it's it's i can hear how crazy it sounds every time i talk about it you know it's like i you know i i have never seen this happen you know i i haven't seen the mechanism happen in front of you because this is not something that we can observe in a, in a, a petri dish or something like that. Right. And, 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 and it is because we, we have to use the whole complex organism to do the healing. We're so used to take a substance and then, and then that deals with the, with the sickness or the intruder, right? Um, but there is this one study that was made with homeopathy where they gave some rats, prostate cancer. Um, I do not endorse any kind of research on animals at all. It's, I'm against it, but this is how the study was made. Um, so, it's, and, and they, they had the control group and, and the, the, it was placebo controlled and, and everything. And there was no doubt about it that the rats that had the homeopathy instead of the, the placebo had much less tumors and they also had if they had tumors they were smaller so they were, it was like completely clear that that the homeopathy worked on prostate cancer right so then they then they isolated the prostate cancer cells and put them into the petri dish and put the homeopathy on top and then what do you think happened probably not so much right nothing at and all that's the thing that's with modern science it's like yes. it doesn't happen in a petri dish it happens yes. in the body and it's the intelligence yes. of the body you can't it's it's so crazy and then they think they could tell what's going to happen there but but you're missing the whole, a major component of the whole solution right yes yes oh. yes so that's the thing we need to have we 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 need the complex organism which is called our whole body to heal from something yes. because there's something everywhere and yeah. these things are being put and you have blood flowing through the whole body and you have you know so that's 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 how homeopathy works we treat the whole body we're not attacking an intruder right Right. So and if we have good vitality of that, like that's powerful to show that it's the body that's doing the healing. Yeah. It's not attacking the microbe or the whatever. Yeah. That's powerful. Yeah. Ooh, I love that. 
nice. <laughs> and I, I used to use uh, a trio of remedies, the ash trio they refer to. A lot of homeopaths oh, yeah. hear this, but triple for, A. Yeah. Ash yeah. was for aconite and what was spongiatosta and hep sulf for croup. Because I know some, like my son, this boy uh -huh. digging in the background over there, mm -hmm. he was little, he was, um, he was susceptible to croup. So I would put him in front of a cold window and I'd give him that. But sometimes I'd go through like two, I wouldn't even get to the third remedy. I would yeah. just, and, and he'd be gone. And like, you know, people are going putting their kids on antibiotics, taking them to the emergency room. It's this whole traumatic experience. And I'm like, geez, just go spend a few dollars on a few remedies. And, and then there you go. It was amazing every time. And he had it several times and never once medicated him for it, took him anywhere for it. Nothing. Yeah. Super effective. When I, when I see those uh, uh, programs, it's like after my, my, I spent so much time in hospital myself, I had this bizarre obsession with watching all these 911 <laughs> programs where oh, you can see, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, uh, and then you see people, if they've been in a, a traffic accident or something like that, how they're being put into these blocks and they're just lying there and they're just yeah. swelling up and swelling up and swelling up and they can't get an operation until they, they stop swelling. And I'm just like, just give them Arnica. Just give them Arnica. And you can operate on them in 12 hours. I mean, wow. seriously, it's like, I, and they have to lay there for days and be in pain and be medicated and and wait for something scary and like an operation. You know, I, I think sometimes it is just completely abuse that homeopathy is not used just for something like that in an, in an emergency ward or in an ambulance or something like that. That we have to, I mean, that we have to um, meet this kind of abuse for what we are doing. It's, it's, it's a crime against humanity because we have this beautiful medicine right at our fingertips. Right. And, and we are being told, all of these lies about it yeah yeah oh, Where actually in reality this is like you said in the beginning you said I, I, we don't even have medication at home anymore and that's the thing you know it's just a big scary jump for people to do that's why i say you can use it together with and you can and i know where it will go it will remove you from medicine completely i haven't seen a doctor for more than 10 years 12 years i don't know when i saw a doctor and i and i and i don't want to you know right. and i don't need to my original family doctor doesn't know that i even had a son yeah <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah yeah so you don't and, and that's such a beautiful way to show how what a valid way to integrate both that emergency Western medicine and the homeopathy, how that could beautifully blend together. Oh, and yeah. not have to be fighting. It doesn't have to be either or sometimes like that is an, an amazing example of yeah. that. And I remember listening to a podcast that I listened to a lot on all this natural health and medicine. They were debunking all this stuff. And one of the things they debunked was homeopathy. Like, yeah. are you kidding me? Like, have you actually tried it? Like yeah. they're trying to compare placebo control, double blind said, blah, 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 blah. It's like, just use it. Just yeah. use it and yeah. you'll see that it, yeah. it's nothing to debunk. And I mean, there's whole careers and, and clinics and based on this, if it didn't work, I think it would, the story would have told itself a long time ago, right? Yeah. 
So you're holding up this little first aid kit. So what's that that you, you've held up there a few times? So, so this one is my current favorite kits. There's like two kits. Uh, there's something called the basic 36 kit, which is uh, something that I say baby should be born with. So baby kit placenta, that would be <laughs> the best okay. way. Um, so so uh, that's with 30 uh, C potencies, but this one, I really like it so much now. It's it has a, a, a little bit less remedies in, but it it's, it has in two hundred potency remedies. Oh, okay. uh, so you you have it for so it's this this one is called for accidents and emergencies. So you really have uh, eighteen remedies here where you can treat things. You know, just from reading a little book like this, like a little book like this, you will be able to treat. Let's just see, like abdominal pain, allergic reactions, asthma, bleeding, and hemorrhage, bites and stings, broken bones and fractures, bruises, burns, choking, concussion, diarrhea and vomiting, drowning, bop, 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 go, you know. Wow. And, and it's these kits that you sell? You put those together and sell? Uh, no, you, uh, um, you have to buy them from uh, Helios in England. Oh. Because you're not allowed to sell them here. But... Uh, if you are a member in my club, then we have shopping events in there. So that's in my online club, which is called the Home Prescribers Club. Home uh, Prescribers Club. Oh, let's tell. Okay, while you're on that, let's let's talk about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So first, so, it comes from Helios. Yes, in England, and, and they have a club. So what can people tell us about this club and how people can get involved and why they would want to and what they can how they can benefit. Yeah, well, um, like I told you, uh, I started using homeopathy myself after I went to this social with my uh, daughter's homeopath. Uh, and um, when, and then I got this kit and then I started using it and then I just, it it, it it changed my life. It it it, it took me away. You know, I, I, I just didn't have to use any pharmaceutical products anymore, which of course I had been using. And I have always felt a little bit shitty about it, mm -hmm. in particular when it had to do with my daughter, you know. And, you know, when you put something in your baby's mouth or your kid's mouth and they want to spit it out because it's so gross and disgusting, you know, do you really want to do that? You know, it's it's like borderline borderline abuse or it is abuse. I don't know. But and because if you did that with anything else with your kids, you know, it's um, so I was just one thing that I was scared of after we got discharged from hospital was fevers because she had seizures. And the seizures oh. led to her being in a coma. So I wanted. Oh my God. Yeah. Wow. So I wanted to find something that I could use for fevers. And it's very easy. It's a remedy called Belladonna. It works for most babies. It also worked for us. And then it was like, okay, now I don't have to worry about having any other kind of medication in the house for this because I, I know that, that I have this remedy. Yeah. And I just kept having more and more and more experiences like that. And I just saw how many things I could do myself. I could also see how it made me feel so empowered because in the process of having a very sick child with meningitis, we got sent away from the emergency room four times with meningitis, you know, 
I need to have, I, huh? Why did you get sent away? Because it happens to most people with meningitis because it's a very different uh, disease to diagnose because you can only do it with a lumbar, uh, a lumbar puncture or a spinal tap. Oh. You know, you don't, you can't, you know, it's, it's super difficult. To, oh. So that's why, but it's scary. It's a scary place to be, to know that the system that you rely so heavily on to be there for you, that they let you down in such a massive way. So I wanted to take some of this power back home again. And I was able to do that with homeopathy and I want everybody to have it. So <laughs> I made this online. So I started giving courses myself. Uh, when I studied, I started studying homeopathy in the same way as my homeopath had done it. And then it has just been growing and growing. Uh, so now it's like this big online club, which is just loaded full of information on how you can treat different ailments with homeopathy. And I specifically talk about the remedies that are in the kit. And then sometimes I suggest other remedies as well. But everything is so easy to do. So for instance, you can look up burns and then you will see a little sections about what's the first degree and second degree and third degree burn. What's the differentiation from that? Um, what should be, what's, when should you be worried about a burns? What's like red flags with burns? And then the, of course, I talk about all the homeopathy that you can use from there when you use it for burns, for what situations, if it looks like this, if it acts like this, uh, and, and uh, uh, suggest some herbs as well, you know? So it's, and, and we have, this is just like this big index for so many different ailments. So there's sleep and there's diarrhea and there's broken bones and there's headaches. And, mm -hmm. and then you can go in and, and, and Check, have everything if you got the if you got the homeopathic kits and you got this website then you then you are uh, home prescribing already and then of course we have weekly q and a's and new monthly material and shopping events and amazing yeah how does somebody get to be a part of that so you just go to my website which is homeopathyly.com homeopathy oh i said it homeopathy yes, okay yes. And then uh, in the top uh, menu, it says uh, the Home Prescribers Club, and then you can click on that and then you can sign up. It's $9 the first month. $9 the first month. And then what is it after that? $19. And there's no contract or anything like that. Nice. Well, I think that's extremely valuable service right now when people are looking to become more self-sufficient, you know, they're moving away from the cities. They want to be on the land more, you know, they're, we're seeing the powers that be might not have our best interest at heart. Hmm, imagine that. Yeah. Yeah. So I think some people at least are recognizing that they need to take this into their hands. So a first aid kit, like that's, that's, I think the thing that was one of the things that scares people the most is, you know, they take care of their house. So they know they're going to protect themselves from chronic disease, but what do they do in that case of a, like an, an accident or like you said, a yeah. burn or something like that. And if they can be empowered with that and knowing yeah. that they have, and if you see to have that kit ready. Exactly. Service. You know, yeah. And also when you have what I, what I want this, uh, because I have this community in Danish. And we have like a big Facebook group with more than 600 people there. And some people have been there for a long time and it's easy to help each other and ask questions. It doesn't cost anything to ask other people questions, you know? Right. And that's what I want with this as well. I, but we're still new. It's, I launched it earlier this year. So 
right it's still growing and people have to find it and see it and understand what it is and so on but the one main thing i want to do with it is to have this community in there where people can help each other it's expensive to go and see a homeopath and spend your money on your homeopaths for chronic ailments and learn how to deal with all these acute and minor things yourself right that's where you should you know that's that's a good way of doing it so do you recommend that people just get those kits to have at home or are there some key remedies that people can run out to the store right now and if you have a family young kids are there some what are what are some key ones that you would want to have at home arnica has got to be like number one arnica got to be there that's for sure yeah um gelsemium do you know gelsemium i have that i don't remember what it's for i always have to look it up so mm -hmm. i was planning to learn this stuff but i have it but i don't remember what it's for it's for it's for flu uh, but it's also very good for when you're burned out uh, like after you had disease so i use it for instance for people who had covid and they're very tired uh, you know that tiredness you get when you have a flu it just feel you feel this tiredness all the way through your bones and you just can't drag it yourself out of bed and you just it just works so well for that it's just unbelievable and i think it's it's uh, um, unfortunately needed a lot because we live quite stressful lives and so on uh, but that is a great remedy and then uh, um, i think also i would say some belladonna for fever is an absolute must and then there's carbo veg have mm. you used that for i anything? haven't not used that no no so uh, but uh, carbo veg it's uh, activated charcoal homeopathically okay okay yeah but i haven't used um, it okay so detox it's good for detoxing if you have any kind of stomach problems or digestive issues yeah and then it's also good for uh, breathing breathing yeah okay. people having any acute lung yeah so and a lot of people have had that um experience after they have had something that has been diagnosed as covid they have had cabo which has been extremely good for that but also if you are in an area where you can uh, be affected by uh, forest fires oh yes great remedy for that right oh, okay well i'm in an area where this is definitely a big deal getting the mm -hmm. here so oh. but, but you need to have a kit i mean a kit is absolutely essential everybody needs to have a kit and the, you know i think you should have a kit but also uh, i have these 10 uh, free 10 minute consultations that you can book with me and you know maybe you can just if you have something happening you just call in one of those free 10 minute uh, uh, consultations and you say we woke up this morning and this is how we feel and then i can say do you have a kit and you say yes and i say yeah and then <laughs> i say take right. that remedy from the kit and let me know in 10 minutes how you feel 10 minutes yeah if it's an acute ailment you have all the vitality everything is there it's ready to take action as soon as you let it know what to do everything is waiting for that information and it just does it so for acute ailments you want to have very fast um a fast reaction but then if you have to go to the health food store and they don't have it and you have to order it and then you have to you know all right good and then you'll tell me the remedy didn't work <laughs> right well and that's what i was thinking when you were talking about that eczema um 
example as well. Did the remedy not work or, or did it cause harm or was it the crap that you had on you? Right. So yeah, yeah, that, that's an interesting point right there. So is that something you offer with that home prescribers club? Is you can true? buy kits. Uh, oh, the, the 10 minutes chat. The 10 minute consult. Yeah. Oh, that's for anybody. Anybody. Oh, Just wow. go to my website and, and anybody can book themselves in oh, for that's that. Amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. Very generous of you. Well, wow. yeah. Uh, uh, but but I just want to say inside the club you can buy the kit. Okay. Do yeah. they get it? Do people get a better deal if they're buying from inside the club? No, no, it's no, the same, no. It's the same. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but but then you get the the hints on how to do it, and that community that's so important too right now, right? Like to be able to access that community and ask those questions and have those conversations. So yeah. well, so right now is one of the most important things I would say is connect. You absolutely, you have to do this. I, it, that's that's what's driving me crazy because I hear about people that can't go to their doctor because they don't have a whatever test or they can't, or they don't wanna, you know, it's like, it's, it's like doctors have doormen now, right? What are you gonna do if you feel sick and you wake up and you wanna see your doctor, you know, they want, either they say you can't come and see me or you're not sick enough go home or come back when you're more sick we're not even allowed to be sick these days so people don't even want to let people know that they are so they'll hide right and they yeah yeah, it's crazy it's a crazy time yeah yeah it's crazy um had a question come up and i can't remember what it was Mm -hmm. and baby so there's no age right like all the way from babies on so where I found homeopathy baby wise like teething really good like my son didn't really get colicky but he there was a couple things but I had to remove some things from my diet but I really feel like there's no age that you can't apply homeopathy you can be pregnant and you can be very old and you can be frail and you can be a baby and you can that's it yeah yeah okay amazing amazing well, I don't know. Is there, we covered a lot. Is there other thing, anything else? What kind of other messages do you have for families and parents and about, about homeopathy? Like what, what else can they learn about you? So first of all, if they want to consult with you, do you, you consult online? Do you consult in person yeah. or just both. On, both. you do both and you're based yeah. in Edmonton? Yes. Right. Okay. But you can do long distance consults as well. So if yes. anybody wants to see Meta, M-E-T-T-E, Meta, is mm-hmm. at homeop, oh no, I can't say it, <laughs> homeopathily.com. I'll put that in the notes there for sure. But mm-hmm. is there anything else that you want to talk about? And so, okay, let's talk about specifically what's going on right now. Some of the typical, you, you did touch on it a little bit, but are there other remedies that people would want to have on hand for some of the typical symptoms that people seem to be experiencing right now? Um. There, it, I, I just think that uh, uh, more interesting than that, because I mean, you know, in, in, in homeopathy, okay, the, 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 the remedy that seems to be uh, always mentioned when it comes to the current epidemic of symptoms, it's arsenicum, the homeopathic remedy arsenicum, which is also in most kits. Uh, one of the main symptoms in arsenicum is feeling a little bit neurotic. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> and uh, uh, fear of death. Uh, oh, so, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, but but it also has. It's a very very useful flu, even stomach flu uh, remedy. So, but but I think you should if if you want to explore something about homeopathy that is very very surprising and interesting, then 
explore homeopathy in Cuba uh, and just know that in Cuba, what would be uh, the health the health services the official health services in Cuba has used homeopathy for many many years and oh. have extremely good results with it. So for specific diseases and pro problems that they have in Cuba, uh, and they were also very quickly out with a combination remedy which is now called the Cuban mix, uh, which they gave to the vulnerable part of the population as a prophylactic treatment for whatever is going around. Are they studying that? Is there anything official as to the results with that? They are studying it and they're going to publish as well because they always do that in Cuba and because they come from such great sources. But just go and check the rates, you know, the death rates and all of that that we seem to follow and obsess about. Then go and check the rates on Cuba and just ask the question, why is nobody asking why they're doing so well in Cuba? Amazing. Right. Right. So that's what I'm wondering. Will they, will that be suppressed? Will that information come out and be suppressed? You know, there's so much good information out there. There's so important for people to get their hands on, but nobody knows that it exists out there. So it'll be interesting to see what happens when those results come out. Yes. You know, who's going to be reporting on those results? No one is my biggest guess, but that's why we need to have communities like the Home Prescribers Club. You know, it's like, I know it's a product and I sell it, but you know, it's coming from a place of, come on people, you know, what's your plan? What are you gonna do? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I think even that, and even having that being armed that will give people a peace of mind, right? And that, in, that will just transfer into the rest of your life. Like for you, when you don't have to give your daughter toxic drugs for a fever, like that must have like unloaded so much and knowing that you've got this, right? Yes. Like that's, that's, yes. that's huge value right there. Definitely worth $19 a month. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, yeah. so quickly, what I wanted to know is, I would want to talk about this in the beginning, but I forgot is, do you know the story about how this was even discovered in the first place? Oh yeah. One discovered yes. that. Yes, uh, so that was Samuel Hahnemann. Okay. Uh, and he uh, died in the late 18, 1890s, something like that, or even 80s, I'm not sure. Um, but, or even just around 19, something like that. Yeah. He, um, and he was a doctor. Um, but at the, but at the time when he was a doctor, it was also at the time where there was bloodletting and there was no sense of hygiene, and it was it was it was not a nice time to be a doctor because you you actually actually you healed you didn't heal a lot of people you know it was if 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 you take blood of somebody then you may leave and say oh look how peacefully he is resting now it's like yeah but he's recovering from his blood loss right it's and, and so he, he I, I think he went into the healing arts because he wanted to heal. And then he went into the healing side and he found out, well, that's not what's happening here. Um, and I don't like being around all these sick people all the time. So what he started doing was he started to translate um, uh, research and natural science and, and, and so on, because he spoke nine languages or eight a lot of languages so he started translating and then at that time uh, there was this new fancy uh, treatment for malaria which was uh, quinine 
quinine, quinine. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, which of course is a poison. So if you, you could take this poison and if you survive the poisoning, then uh, you would also heal and recover from malaria. But of course the question was if you would survive the poisoning first. So minor detail. And, <laughs> and at the same time, uh, uh, Hanuman, he kind of realized that if you ingest quinine uh, when you're healthy, but you take it this poison without being sick, then you produce symptoms that are like malaria. Interesting. Chopping an onion, hay fever, right? Yeah. yeah. So he was like, oh, that's interesting. And then he started going, okay, what happens if we dilute the crude dose? Will there then be the same healing and less aggravation? So he started experimenting with that and he didn't stop. And then in the end, he found out that he could dilute his remedies very, very much. Uh, and, and he would avoid having the poisoning. So arsenicum, like I said, is a, it, that's, that's a poison too, right? But what you don't get any aggravation, you may get the initial aggravation from the disease process that is being squeezed into a shorter one. Um, but you don't have to be poisoned by arsenic to recover. Right. So that's what he found out. It's, a, it's just a very, very elegant, elegant way of, of looking at, at medicines. And he had no idea how it was working. Amazing. And so what about the succussion? What is that doing? So that is a, something that we're still trying to find out. And there may be some studies that are coming out soon, hopefully, because there is the a research, a homeopathic research institute that are doing a lot of studies into exactly these things. So without really knowing what it is that happens in the succussion, then of course, as homeopaths, we know that the remedies, they don't work if they're not being succussed, which is like a, a very, very uh, violent shaking process that happens between each potency. Uh, but there has been some studies done, for instance, where you have different potencies that means the remedies has been succussed in 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 different ways um, where you can have a a, a very certain dying process so with dye you know like fabric dye or like you have dye you can put into the petri dishes and then you can see that the, that the color changes between potencies when the remedies they get succussed but we don't so 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 we can kind of like prove the difference between a 30C and a 200C in that way. But I, I don't think we know by now what it is that it does. Oh, interesting. But it, but it could be the contact with the glass. Uh, there are certain, which is silica, uh, um, because it's being succussed in glass. Is there something that, what we know is that the molecules, they kind of straighten out in a specific pattern. But, but why and oh. what it means for the healing and, you know. Yeah. So they don't actually work unless they are succussed. No, no. Well, that's interesting. I wonder how he figured that out too, because that would be something, that's an extra step that you would have to. I know, and, and we don't know, but the speculation is that it was, that he somehow found out that there was a connection between the remedies he had been having on his horse carriage 
Oh, so in modern life, he might not have figured that out. Yeah. If he was just driving in a smooth car, he might have not figured that out. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Oh, that's mm -hmm. funny. Yeah. Oh, wow. I just think of it as energy too, like something of transferring that energy, but the alignment, that makes sense too. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, I love it. Every time I talk about, it, I interviewed a homeopath before and every time I interview homeopaths i just i get so excited it's such a it's it's elegant right it's simple it's elegant it's non-invasive it's cost effective it's effective it's safe there's yeah. so many good things about homeopathy and such a what so how many remedies are there available today i don't know some people say six thousand remedies but you know in the homeopathic practice maybe we work mostly within a range of 60 remedies we all have kind of like our own little um twists and turns within what remedies we like and what's going on and right um, but that's that's the range that you normally work within and then you can have the remedies in different potencies of course right uh, yeah. so, so even though we have like so many different remedies then there there, there are we are, yeah, there's just a certain range of remedies that seems we call them polycrest remedies so that's like remedies that cover, everything about a person so you could basically describe a whole person just by describing the remedy how you sleep what your poop looks like how if you had a cold if you had you know like you yeah. can describe everything what's yeah. your mood and do you sweat and what do you like to eat and what position do you sleep in at night and you know like with everything 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 described wow. and then there's some remedies that they become very specific. So there was actually one time, I can't even remember the remedy, but there was one time I treated a, a boy that has like sensory issues in his mouth. And it was like, he became almost anorexic because he just could not stand having anything in his mouth. He was so wow. sensitive there. Yeah. And there was not a lot of remedies that, that, that corresponded with, but there was one, I ordered it and I gave it to him and he started eating. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Wow. Last question. How does homeopathy compare to flower essences? Are you, do you use flower essences as well? Uh, I don't use flower essences, but uh, uh, Dr. Buck that made the flower essences, he was a homeopath. He was. Okay. Yes. And, and uh, uh, he, he, he made the flower essences. It's, it's so what there's, there's a range that's called the bowel issues that I'm, really love very much and I like to prescribe, which is, you know, remedies make from poop, you know. <laughs> it's, uh, from poop? Not yeah. From. Yeah, they're, they're made of poop, yeah. But you know, there are homeopathic remedies. They have been discussed, you know, they're like energy. If, you, if, you, if you're happy to take arsenicum, you should be happy to take one of these remedies. Do you know, it's, it's right. you know, it's, but, but that's what they're made from and, and, yeah. Then we know how much we do. Then we talk about fecal transplants and, yeah. you know, like all, of, it's basically what it is, but homeopathically. And this is again, so much more elegant than actually have to take an enema with baby poop, you know, and see if that's going to heal you, you know. But um, Dr. Buck, he was in that group of guys that made these remedies. And then it was like, after he made these remedies and he was like, I think I'm gonna make the flower essences now. 
<laughs> but um, but the reason why he did it was because the the flower remedies you can make yourself actually, and and that's he made it as a democratic, even more democratic medicine because at the time also homeopathy and allopathy was like the same, you know. Uh, it was like, what do you prefer? You know, you just used what you preferred, but they were like even in status and all of that, and also in price range. So he made the flower essences or the flower remedies as a medicine uh, that the farmer could produce himself and learn to use. Okay. So they are not homeopathy. They had. They are not diluted. They are not succussed. Their essences, but they have beautiful. But even though I don't use them myself, then they, I, I know so many people that use them and just love them so much. And I know and trust Dr. Bach. I know mm-hmm. everything he delivers is fantastic because I work with him every day in, in, in that sense, right? Right. Okay. So they're not dilute though. I thought they were dilute. I thought it was a similar thing, but flowers rather than. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. they're like herbal remedies like t- tincture more yeah. tincture based type things okay but they work they do work but they work yeah yeah again beautiful okay meta that's amazing so people can find you at homeopathily.com you guys okay. sign up for this uh what is it again? Home Prescribers Club. Seriously, yeah. that is an amazing value. It's amazing power. It just lets you know that in case of emergency, you've got that there. And I think more and more, it's time to just take control of your health, take control of your life, take control of being, you know, you be your family doctor when you can. I mean, there's a time and a place to go to the doctor, but let's just be honest here. Uh it's not a pleasant experience these days, right? Like I have people like, I don't understand how they're, they're obviously not working under the roads. I have a friend who broke up in this big, huge skin thing. And because she wouldn't wear a mask, she couldn't wear a mask. You know, her doctor refused to see her. It's like, well, are you, a, like, where's your oath? And where's your sense, your common sense and your common decency, really? Like there's so many different levels. It's like, well, I don't think I'd actually want to see that doctor anyways, personally, because I mean, come on, like, yeah. They're, they're, that's a big story but so it, it, these days and if you're going to move out of the city and if you're not going to be as close to us at you know a big center you can access a doctor just powerful and quick and that's the thing like what you were saying with that trauma those trauma cases like there's certain things like we nipped in the bud so quickly if yeah. we were to just have access and that that's the thing with everybody i always say because there's certain things i have my first aid kit all the time there's certain homeopathic remedies there's certain other herbal remedies or skin things that I always have stocked so that I don't have to wait because you can nip it in the bud and nothing festers. And like you said, so you want to be in that peak of vitality for the acute conditions specifically, right? Because yeah. your body's ready yeah. to deal with it. Yeah. Right? And, 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 and get the experience with it in those situations because when you have treated a fall with Annika, you're just like, I, I saw everything happen. You know, you're like, you have a, you have a crazy wild experience and then you start, then, then maybe you also have more, faith in it for your chronic ailments you know for other things but but it's because once you have that experience it doesn't matter what anybody says right exactly exactly and we have to stop worrying about what other people say anyways (laughs) i think so (laughs) 
<laughs> okay, Meta. Well, this was amazing. I really appreciate your time and your wisdom. And I think this is the people are going to get a lot of value out of this. Got some key remedies that you can have at home. You can access, you know, the kits, get those on your shelves, people. This is time to use this stuff before, you know, I, I like, I'm concerned that certain things are just going to be made unavailable, especially in Canada. I know heal, for example, they're no longer available in Canada, mm. right? Because a homeopathic company, because it just, it was just too difficult to yeah. do business here, to get their product here. So yeah. get it now while you can. Yes. Well, yeah. and stock up on maybe some of those. I know I don't go through as much Arnica now, but once upon a time, you know, I'd always have a bunch because even through, Oh, one last question. Cause I, I used to think maybe this will just work, you know, on an emotional level because he knows he's getting a remedy that's worked for other things. So when my son used to have more growing, he doesn't get growing pains these days, Oh yeah. but is there a growing pain remedy? Because I used to just give him Arnica for pain. And I think mentally he'd just go to sleep and he'd be fine with it, but I'm pretty sure there must be something homeopathically that can help with that. Yeah. <clears throat> so uh, uh, homeopathic mac fast. So homeopathic magnesium. Mac oh, okay, okay, okay. It's in all the kits. And then uh, you can also take the tissue salt, uh, kelp fluor. Okay. And, yes. and actually next month's theme, uh, new, next month's uh, new material in the club is about the tissue salts. And so are tissue salts just less dilute? Mm. Is that the difference or what's the difference? They, they are less dilute and, and they are actually, they're made by Dr. Schusler. So yeah. a little yeah. bit like Dr. Bach, he had his little thing. Then Dr. Okay. Schusler, he had this thing about, I mean, I don't know if it's true, but this is how I had it explained. I haven't tried burning a still cell myself, but apparently uh, these are the, if you burn a cell, uh, then these the the tissue salts the minerals yeah. uh, uh, that's what's left that's what's there oh, yeah. so it's like the building blocks of the cells right so the minerals that are left over the mineral ash or whatever yeah okay very cool oh oh that would be a good one too i have a few of those too that i used yeah. to get there for and i would take and then ah but they're yummy they're so and that's the thing with homeopathy too it's so easy it's a little sugar, oh, yeah right they're just yeah it's so easy to take. It doesn't taste yeah. like anything. It's so amazing. Mm -hmm. Okay, folks, get into homeopathy, get that in your first aid kit. It's a really important part of uh, taking control of your health these days and that of your family, which I truly encourage you to do. So thank you, Meta. I really appreciate your time today. Thank You're you. great. And thank you also for what you're doing for Children's Health Defense. And I look forward to seeing that presence grow in Canada because we need that and we need to blow the whistle on what's going on out there and our kids our kids need us right so any organization that's helping the truth come out with respect to our kids then we've got to get behind yeah so thank you <laughs>